Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I am James Kotecki, and I'm chatting here in the C-Space studio at CES 2020 with Gail Troberman, the Executive Vice President and CMO of iHeartMedia. Thanks for being here. Oh, happy to be here. <laughs> Always fun. So iHeartMedia, I hear iHeartRadio on the mm -hmm. radio, obviously, all the time. But for those you're meeting for the first time, just how do you contextualize your brand and, and what you are? Sure. Um, iHeartRadio is the largest everything audio company. So we uh, reach 9 out of 10 Americans on broadcast radio. Uh, we have a digital and streaming platform. We're number one or number two every month in podcasts, mm -hmm. uh, which is a rapidly growing, business, exciting business for us. And we do probably 10 to 20,000 live events every year. So if you think about anything audio, regardless of where you consume it, uh, iHeart is there. How much is the iHeart part of the brand a part of the value that you talk about internally or try to project externally? iHeart being about passion and love. Yeah, it's um, it's a phenomenal brand, right? Um, we had rebranded the uh, company to iHeart Media, mm -hmm. uh, which is our you know corporate identity, and iHeart Radio is our consumer-facing uh, brand uh, for all our events and our programming. And uh, it's a really powerful, like passion-based brand. I mean, at the at the end of the day, iHeart is about you know what you want to listen to, whether you're a country fan or a pop fan, or you want to listen to like combative political talk radio. Uh, you want to go to live events, whether it's, you know, country, pop, urban, um, you name a format, alts, you know, oldies, 80s, 90s, um, whatever you're into, iHeart has that content. Um, and so the brand has really grown to mean that connection between the fan and the things they love. So it's really easy to understand. And, uh, you know, we have phenomenal awareness. It was one of the uh, fastest growing new brands uh, for consumer awareness and adoption and understanding. So uh, we Heart, I heart. Uh, well, we're here at C-Space, which is the media and marketing subsection of CES, and I think mm -hmm. everybody here hearts media very much. <laughs> it's true. And a lot of people here are marketers, and mm -hmm. you're the CMO. And one question I have for a lot of people in the studio is what that role, what that title actually means mm -hmm. to you, and how you think that title might be changing for you and other people. Sure. Um, you know, I think marketing all up, whenever you put the word marketing in a title or a sentence, um, I think the uh, the range of what it could mean is very, 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 very broad. Um, and that's part of, I think, what draws marketers into marketing. What I've always loved about it is, um, you know, you can do marketing in traditional ways and non-traditional ways. You can do it through paid media or earned media. You can, you know, you could go out there right now and create some kind of live pop-up moment um, if you were so inspired and if you were trying to sell something with it, it'd be called marketing. Yeah. So, you know, I think the CMO title for me at iHeart, um, I spend a lot of my time uh, both marketing iHeart, but uh, we have huge reach and phenomenal engagement with 9 out of 10 Americans. So uh, I spend a lot of my time actually partnering with brands, big and small, new and established, um, and helping them understand what I think isn't a terribly well understood discipline of audio marketing. Hmm. Right. So that leads to a great next question, which sure. is what are some of the least understood <laughs> parts of audio marketing? What do marketers sure. need to understand? 
Sure. You know, um, a lot of, um, you know, the, the misperceptions about audio, I mean, the, the first one that uh, we spend a lot of time at places like this and CES talking about is um, broadcast radio is by far the largest part of the audio landscape. This so. is a radio in my car that I just turn on it, that comes with the car. It could be car. in your car. Yeah. You could be listening to your favorite station, a KISS FM, a Z100. You could be listening to it uh, through a broadcast stream. You could be listening to it on Alexa. You could be listening to it on your phone. Um, but broad, you know, live human broadcast radio still has massive appeal. Hmm. And while most media, you know, most traditional media you saw declines as digital picked up, um, what we've seen at iHeart is broadcast radio has continued, according to Nielsen, uh, not my data, Nielsen, mm -hmm. uh, you know, has continued to reach about 9 to 10 Americans, and now we're reaching them in new places through smart speakers, through phones. Um, and so we're just seeing more and more audio engagement. And most marketers really cut right to if you're going to market an audio, it must be digital. Mm. And you're missing your biggest reach platform if you're not also doing broadcast radio. That is really counterintuitive. So what mm -hmm. is the way to explain that? Why, why aren't people just getting in their cars and putting on a podcast, for example? Which would sure. also be great for you because yeah. you do podcasting. But why is yeah, broadcast radio both. still... How, why hasn't it followed the same trend as other kinds of media? You know, it's, it's really interesting. Um, we really believe the reason broadcast radio is still the mass reach medium, it's the biggest mass reach medium today in America, um, is because it's not just music. And that mm. is the thing I think people don't understand. Um, we've always had music collections, right? Mm -hmm. If you're old like me, you have had cassettes, you had CDs, now you have playlists. Mm -hmm. It's my music, it's amazing, I curate it when I want to kick back, I want to listen, it's my time, playlists, digital music has yeah. replaced buying albums, buying CDs. Um, but then there's broadcast radio, and most of our biggest shows play maybe three songs an hour. So why are consumers tuning in to live broadcast radio? Companionship. That is the word, right? It is an unscripted, authentic, live human relationship with somebody you tune into over days and weeks and months and years. You have this trusted relationship. Our personalities are vulnerable and honest and say it like it is, and you find your shows. And so I, I do believe, I think, you know, I started in early digital marketing at Microsoft, and, you know, I think we all thought the digital world was going to connect us and it was going to be a beautiful world of kumbaya and love and access to everyone and building communities. And while some of that's happened, I think increasingly people are feeling isolated in the digital world. And they're seeking human companionship. So this idea of a, an unscripted, real human, live-in-the-moment conversation remains incredibly powerful. And we're seeing people accessing their favorite shows now more and more ways through digital, but they still want that huh. companionship. And this is an interesting theme for me as I talk mm -hmm. to a lot of tech leaders. Mm -hmm. The more advanced the technology gets, the more important those human factors really so become. So true, right? The balance mm -hmm. between AI and, and human intelligence. That's, yeah. It's so important to get it right. Are you able to, though, use technology to scale some of that conversation? Oh, 100%. So let's say you used to have regional morning shows in every region of the country. Mm -hmm. Now can't you just take the best morning show chatter and make those three people the morning show for half the country? We can, we can do a lot of that, and we, mm -hmm. we're constantly doing a mix between some of the most amazing personalities, Orion Seacrest and Elvis Duran, yeah. uh, Breakfast Club. And we syndicate those shows because they're amazing and consumers want to hear them everywhere. Uh, we syndicate them out to multiple markets and then we also make them available on demand, uh, you know, through digital. Mm -hmm. and, and that's an amazing thing. Um, but we also like to maintain some of that local 
yeah. authenticity and that connection to your local community. So it's a balance of, you know, national yeah, I could meet and that person programming. at an event, for example, right? Exactly. Down the street. Exactly. And some of it, you know, sometimes it's amazing that you really are talking about what's happening in, you know, New York or Las Vegas in this moment in time. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's really about which personalities you connect to. And mm -hmm. if you want to access those personalities, you can do it in your car or on your phone or through any of the smart speakers. So obviously one of the great emerging formats for uh, conversation and real human authenticity is podcasting, uh, which True. you are obviously very into. And in fact, mm -hmm. I should say to everyone that these mm -hmm. interviews that we're doing right now, almost every interview we're doing in the C-Space studio this mm -hmm. year will become an iHeart podcast after this. Which we love. And yes. we're very excited to be part of that. Uh, but what advice do you have for CMOs or anybody in the business world who wants to create a podcast Sure. Is there room for one more podcast? It seems like there's a lot <laughs> oh, of them. Oh, there's room for tons more podcasts. Um, you know, I think podcast is growing so fast for a lot of the reasons we just talked about. You know, this the idea of unscripted, authentic human conversation. Um, a lot of interview-based and storytelling-based podcasts have done phenomenally well um, because people are craving that interesting, smart human connection. You know, one of the things I always say as marketers, and I'm probably as guilty as the rest of us, is I think when the millennial generation came along, one of the biggest mistakes we made as marketers was we dumbed everything down. We said, oh, short attention spans, right? Um, you know, you, you can't handle all 15 seconds of this ad. So, you know, just watch eight and that's cool and you can skip yeah. it, right? And and what we saw was the same generation is, is listening, you know, to three-hour podcasts about history, right? They're, they're going deep and binging on multiple episodes of a true crime story. And, and what we're seeing is you've got the most educated generation in the history of humans here in America, millennials. And as marketers, we tried to make everything shorter <laughs> and faster. And the reality is podcasts are growing so rapidly. And I think we've really only scratched the surface of the amount of topics um, and the types of content people want to put out there and people want to consume. It's so much easier in many ways and more accessible. Well, well, speaking of scratching the surface, our time is almost up here in the okay. C-Space studio, but I do want to ask you about mm -hmm. voice technologies. Sure. And just in the, in the moments we have left, how are those kind of emerging technologies, and really they're already ensconced in many people's lives, sure. how do those change your work and your perception of, of what you're doing with your brain as a marketer? Sure, I think voice has been an amazing wake-up call for marketers to all things audio. All of a sudden you start realizing, you know, just how easy as voice becomes an interface, the answer to a question starts with audio. Um, and so I think it's been an amazing you know, growth opportunity for us. We're seeing more and more listening to our podcast network at iHeart, to our uh, radio stations at iHeart um, on voice uh, you know, platforms, uh, both uh, Google and Amazon. Um, and we're starting to see, you know, I think as people can easily access and curate their content uh, through a simple voice command, um, we're seeing more and more listening to the established programs, personalities, stations, people love. So if you love KISS FM and pop music, now you just ask for it. And you can pretty much get it instantly anywhere you are. We're on iHeart is, uh, you know, iHeart Radio is now available on, I think, uh, 250 platforms, over 2,000 devices. So just ask for any iHeart property you love, and it'll be there. It all comes down to love, which is very appropriate for the CMO of iHeart Media, Gail Troberman. Thank you yes. for joining us Thank here. Thank you so much. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network.